Uh, what are some things that you would like to take from Mexico and then implement them here? Food. <laughs> like the food is just, oh my God. Like that's the, that's the thing I miss the most because it's like just so good. Hello and welcome to another episode of Voice Podcast, podcast by students to students. And today I have my wonderful friend Elaine with me and we're going to talk about everything that pretty much every international student faces when they come to Canada. Hi, Elaine. Hi. Hi. Thank you for having me. I'm so glad to be here. <laughs> You're welcome. How was your day? It was pretty good, actually. Um, like we had our math test back, and we had like good results, so it was pretty good. Good. So tell me a little bit about yourself. Where are you from? Well, I'm from the center of Mexico, the and the center and the coast. Um, so I was born in this place called Puebla which is like basically the center. It's next to Mexico City. But almost all of my life, I've lived in the coast with my family. So I've lived in this place called Veracruz. Mm -hmm. So that's basically like where I'm from. Good, good. How do you like that? I love it. It's really different from here because like here, like in the coast right now, it's like 28 degrees. And here we are Uh, like two degrees so yeah facing the cold is definitely being hard for me <laughs> wow good luck <laughs> thank you february especially yeah. it's, really windy it's cold it's like the worst weather yeah that's what everybody tells yeah. me i just hope i'm ready <laughs> yeah uh so why did you choose to come to canada well ever since i was a little kid my parents have always like told me to like extend my horizons and like go to another place and we started seeing Canada and how like the lifestyle is here and the job opportunities and even the life opportunities for like families so uh I started traveling here like just for fun and then I fell in love with the country and I was like yeah I definitely see myself like living here and making Good. a life here that's actually it's quite unusual that a student Like before making a decision to move here and to study here, you actually kind of explore the country. Yeah. That must be nice. What places did you visit? Well, the first time I came here, it was Toronto. Mm -hmm. So I stayed at my uncle's house in Oakville. So we were like uh, going on and off to the city. And then my mom and I, we came to Montreal to learn French for two like summers in a row. And like I fell in love with Montreal. Um... And, like, before coming here to SLC, I didn't know, like, Kingston at all. Yeah. So it was pretty fun, like, the first few days, like, exploring downtown and everything. It was yeah. it was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty different from Montreal. Yeah. I love Montreal, but, yeah, it's different from Kingston. Yeah, it's a really, uh, like, small and quiet town around yeah. here. Yeah, I'm not even sure if I prefer Kingston to like bigger cities. Like mm, I prefer Montreal, definitely. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. I like the like the lifestyle, like not as big as New York City, for example, but mm -hmm. kind of big, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's like it's somewhere in the middle. Mm -hmm. So it's there's like it's always something going on, yeah. but there's not like too much going on, you know. Yeah, it's a perfect balance. Yeah, that's a perfect balance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so you're taking biotech with mm -hmm. me yes uh why did you choose this program i've always been passionate about nature uh my element has always been water so everything that has to do with like um like uh marine animals and ecosystems and stuff like that i just love it it's so interesting to me so basically after we finish this program i want to transfer credits and study marine biology wow <laughs> yeah <laughs> this sounds so exciting actually the first time when i heard the story i was like wow yeah marine biology that's so cool yeah it's like always been like a really i i found out that i liked it ever since i was a kid because mm -hmm. every like disney movie that had anything to do with the ocean so like finding finding nemo or like the little mermaid or stuff like that those were my favorite movies do like the ones like that moana I love that movie. I like love <laughs> anything that has to do with water 
it's just awesome and i could stare at like bodies of water for hours and not get sick of it like uh, back in back home uh my family have this house that's right in front of the ocean so wow. i can like literally sit and look at the ocean for the whole day and not be bored and not be like okay that's it <laughs> like you know i can literally yeah. be at peace around water so i just i just love that that's basically why i chose this because it's like a more practical way of helping the marine ecosystems and the animals yeah, yeah. biotech yeah. is definitely mm-hmm. kind of one of the ways mm-hmm. yeah having like the huge lake in the city where i'm living and like having quite a lot of water around because like different lakes and rivers it was something new for me because i've i've always lived uh in a city far 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 (laughs) away from like big rivers or lakes or sea or ocean Uh, i've i've been to like some coasts uh during holidays like Turkey, Egypt, whatever. But I've never had like something this big and beautiful mm-hmm. close to my house. And it was, it was wow. I was impressed. Yeah. It's something completely different. Even the climate here is different. Mm-hmm. From- well, I mean, you know, you know, cold. You like, you know, cold and I know yeah. hot. So, but also, I thought that I knew how, like, I knew that I can't, I thought that I can't tolerate uh, high temperatures well, like plus 30, and it was fine. But then I came here, and then during the summer, it's so humid because mm-hmm. of the lake. And I couldn't, I was like, you trying to open the window to make it easier to just leave and breathe <laughs> in the house. And then it's getting worse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, like, what? I'm dying. <laughs> yeah. What were the most shocking things that you've noticed when you came here? When did you came here, by the way? I came here a week before starting school. Okay. Yeah. So I arrived to Montreal two weeks before. And mm-hmm. then, like, we, my mom and I, we took a train from, from Montreal to here. Uh, she helped me move in and move in day in the residence. Then she left the same day, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I think the biggest, like, cultural shock is definitely, like, how people say hi and how they say goodbye. Mm-hmm. Because in Mexico, we always hug. Like, we always go for a hug. Or, mm-hmm. like, if you're just meeting someone that's, like, older than you, you go for a handshake. But if you, like, you're like, hi, my name is blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And hi, my name is blah, blah, blah. So you go, like, oh, hi. And you go, like, for a hug. And you go, like, for, like, a you know okay yeah. and here people do not touch so it was like <laughs> hi <laughs> you yeah. know it was like weird for me because like i'm just so used to it because ever since i was a kid like my parents would say like go say hi to everyone so i would like go around and say like oh. hi like hi i would hug everyone so i'm just like so used to that and here like people don't do that and it's like actually like kind of odd if people do uh-huh so i don't know like that was that was pretty strange the first few weeks but now i like i've like got used to it yeah and i was just like hug you for example whenever i see you because <laughs> i i got you used to my things <laughs> no actually i kind of was used to like hugging my friends mm-hmm. when we meet but it's not that common in general so mm-hmm. this thing it was fine I remember that I was surprised that people actually ask how's it going or like mm-hmm. how was your day when they meet each other because when I was studying English I thought that it's just a thing for textbooks mm-hmm. and people don't actually say that <laughs> you because think people don't care yeah because in my country people don't care it's like <laughs> why would you why would you ask me that <laughs> Why do you need this information? Why do you care about how I'm feeling? Like, literally. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I was like, wow, you you actually you actually care. Because yeah, like, I always ask you, like, how was your day or how are yeah. you? Yeah. Yeah, it was it was weird. Yeah. Uh, I also remember that I was surprised to see a lot of squirrels on the street. Yeah. <laughs> and, and like, I was taking a walk for, with someone that's from here. And I was mm-hmm. like, look, a squirrel. And they're like, yeah, that's yeah, normal. And, and I'm like... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm like, we just yeah. don't have a lot of squirrels in Mexico. Yeah. And if we do, like, they see you and they run away. 
Yeah. And here they're like pretty chill about your they're, like they're about really your chill. presence. They're like, yeah. okay, there's a human. Okay. Like, so so yeah. <laughs> are you gonna feed me or what? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they have a god complex here. <laughs> they really do. <laughs> so it's like okay, like I just got excited to see a squirrel. Mm-hmm. But like yeah. Oh, and also another shock is how people wash their dishes. Because like here like i i met this girl she would fill like the whole sink with water yeah and then she would like um put soap in the water and then with all the like dirty plates and then she would like just take the plates out not even rinse them and put them to dry and i was like hmm funny so i I would i would rinse all the plates before using them because i was like i'm not having soap in my mouth like (laughs) no but in mexico we usually have like a bowl like a specific bowl for the soap so let's say i have a bowl and i put like um like dish soap Mm -hmm. and then i dilute it with a lot of water so that Mm -hmm. it can last me like weeks and then i'll use a sponge and it will just soak in there for like whenever i'm not washing the dishes Uh so then when i'm actually washing the dishes i will like take it out i will like um squish it and then i'll start like washing the dishes then I'll rinse them and then I'll put them to dry. And then you put the sponge back into the bowl. That's just like how I learned to do so dishes. Everything. <laughs> like the both ways are so weird for me. <laughs> how do you wash your dishes? Uh, well, first of all, yeah, I was I saw uh, in like in cartoons. Yeah. How those like animals or people, whoever, whoever washed dishes yeah how they like fill up the one sink and mm-hmm. then they usually have like two sinks so one sink yeah. with soapy water and then the other one just for rinsing the plates and i was like oh funny mm-hmm. like weird mm-hmm. uh and then when we just moved here we rented one home and then there were two sinks so i've never filled up one sink but i like to like suck all the dirty dishes in one sink and then just move them to another one mm-hmm. like for instance there but i don't know i just usually take a sponge and then put some soap on it and then i just turn on water and it's just running and i just take one dish <laughs> and just scrub it and then just rinse it you're so detailed <laughs> <laughs> well yes <laughs> that's that's nice but you actually rinse them right yeah, yeah i don't do. know what why this girl like she she didn't like rinse them she would just take them out of the soapy water and put them to dry and i was like mm, that explains a lot of things about it's, you it's i'm that's the first time i'm here I, <laughs> I i'm not sure if she actually knew how to do it maybe <laughs> that was the problem i was like you go girl you're trying to be independent woman but like you're not getting there <laughs> like you're gonna get food poisoning or something for eating soap <laughs> it was so funny uh but i'm actually like the idea with the with a bowl of soapy water yeah it's like it's so convenient it's convenient and it's you don't also... you don't you don't like uh waste any water yeah or soap. yeah exactly it's not that wasteful because yeah washing like dishes by hand mm-hmm. in the sink it's quite wasteful yeah uh did you like were you surprised uh, by the fact that people yell thank you when they're leaving the bus because that was surprising yes actually because in montreal <laughs> not even like in, in montreal that doesn't happen mm-hmm. like people don't say thank you and i was like oh my god that's actually like that could make the driver stay you know they you you're making them feel appreciated so like mm-hmm. yeah why don't people like do that in a normal basis yeah like everywhere like well i mean in mexico like the bus system is just horrible like <laughs> I, I swear it's just horrible but like here where it's like more of a civilized like um society <laughs> um like why don't they say thank you like everywhere like if you're living a restaurant you say thank you of course yeah if you leave a shop you say thank you well, then why if you leave a bus wouldn't you say thank you you know yeah yeah it makes but like sense at first you... it was like huh yeah. did, did, did she just yell yeah. i was like what yeah i was <laughs> i was actually like a, definitely first couple of months i was scared to yell thank you because yeah. i was like what if they will stare at me like 
Yeah. What, what if they will think that I'm weird? <laughs> Even though I know, I know that they will all yell thank you when they're yeah. leaving a bus, and I won't. So yeah. they will say, mm-hmm. <laughs> not that way. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Has it ever happened to you that like you're just closer to the to the front exit, mm-hmm. so you go there and the bus driver says no, exit the like in the back door mm-hmm. that happened to me once and i was like oh my god i'm so sorry like i was like please forgive me sir <laughs> i just felt so embarrassed because it was like i mean it like the the voice the woman's voice mm-hmm. she always tells you to get out in the rear door yeah. if possible <laughs> and it's like i mean it's possible but i'm like here like why would i yeah, why would i go there but like, okay, if you want me to go there, I'm, I will. Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't want to make your job so hard. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> so I just left. You know, yeah. like, uh, the whole system with like two doors uh, and in the front door, you definitely like you have to uh, go in the bus using the front door and you have to get out the bus mm-hmm. using the back door. It's also weird for mm-hmm. me because um, in my country, in Russia, uh, first of all, Sometimes we don't have those like big modern buses. Mm-hmm. It's like little. It's kind of a school buses, but like not not really. But something in the middle, mm-hmm. and so you get in wherever you want, and you get off wherever you want, and you, you like you have to, you yeah you have to come to the driver and pay for it mm-hmm. like on your own. It's not like it's obligatory before like going on board you have to pay so that's why a lot of people especially if it's if it's a rush and like there are a lot a lot a lot of people on the bus somebody can get in the bus to, using a rear door and then they just like hide there <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. that that happened like in Ho- during hoko here mm-hmm. like i was taking a bus because I, i was going grocery shopping i wasn't even going to hoko and There were this, like, two girls, and they got in, like, as as a lot of people were getting out, they got in. Yeah. And the driver noticed, and he was like, I'm not moving this bus until you come here and pay. And I wow. Was like, I was like, please just go pay. Like, yeah. Please. It's like when, when you're in school, and and the teacher just, like, keeps, like, shutting you. And then you're, and then she's like, leave. And I'm, and you're like, no, please, like I, I will, uh-huh. I will be silent. And she's like, I won't continue my class until you leave. And then everyone's like, just leave. Yeah. I was, I was feeling like that. I was just like, just pay, like just pay. It's like seventy five cents. Just pay. You just, you just reminded me my biggest childhood trauma. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, that's a funny story. <laughs> okay. Uh, it, we had like an open class, open bio class. So we had like uh, people from other teachers from other schools or something. They like came to our school to uh, like see how our teacher uh, teaches us, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Uh, and I loved biology. I was I was in seventh grade, and I was I was a perfect student like all the perfect marks everything like that and then I I was never late and she's like don't be late for that class because that's important like I have to I have to look perfect so don't Mm -hmm. be late and that was the first time I was late oh no no and I look at the door (laughs) and I'm like please can I come in and she's like no no get out I remember sitting in a hallway and crying because it was uh, yeah like it was my favorite teacher and my favorite subject and he told me to get out because it was like I mean she she had the right <laughs> but yeah still. But I I just hate when people like do more than what they have to so mm-hmm. like instead of just being like no like please just like leave get out like that's not necessary like i'm not a dog like, yeah i'm a human and i'm a child like oh you, were, you were you were in seventh grade like i'm a child yeah. like do you need a hug <laughs> like oh my god that's so funny uh, yeah that's that was whoa. um how were the first couple of weeks in canada for you mm, they were pretty like 
cool because like um, during the first nights I started like walking around residence and that's where I met like the ones that are my friends right now. Mm -hmm. So I just started hanging out with them every single day. Mm -hmm. So I didn't like get that uh, like homesick because I was like I was not by myself. Um, But then everyone everyone always says like the third week you're away from home. That's where you get this the homesickness. Mm -hmm. And I was like, no, like that's not going to happen. It does. <laughs> It does. It hits you like I'm away from home. You're like, oh my god, like I'm not seeing my parents in a long time. You know, it just like the reality just hits you because the first two weeks are like, oh my god, this is like vacation. This is yeah, literally. exactly. And like you don't realize that it's not actually a vacation. You will actually like you won't go back mm -hmm. in two weeks. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Exactly. <laughs> it's like and and. I have never been away from home that long because, like, I'm an only child in my home. Like, I have two uh, half-brothers, but they don't live with me. So my com my company during my whole life have been my parents. Mm -hmm. So now that I don't have them, it's like, what am I supposed to do? Like, <laughs> like <laughs> am I supposed to, like, actually socialize? Like, it's not a hard thing for me. Like, I, I'm, I'm a pretty social person. But, you like, are. Yeah, I am. <laughs> but, like... I don't know. It's just weird. Like, even, like the first weeks, it's weird. And now to think that it's been almost three months since I've seen my mom and my dad, it's just like, damn. Like, I get nostalgic all the time when I think about that. So I try not to think about that. <laughs> But yeah, like it's it's like it was it was pretty fun getting to know the city and getting mm -hmm. to know like new people. Um, but then like the third week was really really like hard for me, and I it felt like a long time. It was just a week, yeah. but it felt like three weeks in just one. Yeah, yeah. Like, the days were so long, and the nights were longer. Because, <laughs> like, I couldn't fall asleep. So I was just, like, looking at the ceiling. I was like, mm, now what? <laughs> yeah, do I really need this degree? Maybe I should <laughs> yeah. just... Maybe I should just, like, go back. Yeah, I have my suitcases yeah. and go back. And I, I believe that around this time, we usually get an email about uh, like we're found <laughs> for a program. Like if you decided you don't want to do that. Yeah, and I was like, don't <laughs> tempt me. Do not tempt me because I will take the option. <laughs> But thank, thank goodness I didn't. Um, like I'm still here. Mm -hmm. But it, it is, it's definitely hard when people ask you like, Hey, so are you going back for Christmas? And then you have to say, like, no. Mm. It's like, every time I say no, like, a piece of my heart shatters. Yeah. So it's, like, really hard when people ask and I have to say no. But I'm excited now because I think one of my friends from Mexico is coming here to, like, see me. So oh, so that's so cool. that's pretty, uh, like, exciting. It so, is. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember the first day at college, maybe orientation day? Yeah. I remember I called my parents before, like, actually coming here because I didn't know what to wear. <laughs> And then I called them during the break because I had to work that same day because it was my first day at work. Uh -huh. So I was, like, during that gap of time, I just went to a random, like, desk and I just took out my phone. I was talking to them. And then it hit me, like, I'm in a different country, so if I speak Spanish, people are gonna notice it, and they're gonna, like, look at me. Because, like, people were, like, walking by and looking at me, and I was like, hello? Like, <laughs> what are you looking at? And then I realized, like, I'm talking a different language, so of course they're, like, looking at me. Yeah. It's like when you talk, when you speak Russian, I'm like, <laughs> what? <laughs> so, like, yeah, I, um, that, that was orientation day, like, and then... After work, I called my parents again to tell them how work was. And yeah, it was basically me calling my parents every five hours. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was so confused. I didn't know what to wear for the orientation day because in Russia, uh, the first day of school, first of all, it's the first of September. Mm -hmm. Every, like everywhere, always. Mm -hmm. It's always the first of September. Either you're in university, college, school, whatever uh and it's always something very official so it's like we celebrate it because okay. a good thing yeah it's, it's like a new the, start new yeah beginning. it's a new start yeah. uh but also it's very official so it's usually like a black skirt white shirt 
and uh so it's like formal yeah like yeah. formal formal official mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but like it's a celebration but it's still a celebration and here i get more uncomfortable when i'm wearing black skirt <laughs> white shirt uh rather than jeans and like a hoodie. yeah <laughs> yeah because like everyone like i saw a lot of people in sweatpants and i was like damn it's your first day of school <laughs> like i get it if in the second week you already gave up mm-hmm. into like fashion but it's the first day like <laughs> come on yeah like put a little bit of effort into it like i'm not telling you to put a whole outfit on but like at least change your pajamas <laughs> or something yeah <laughs> it was funny yeah sometimes i'm um i see some people and I'm like oh they're definitely living in the rest because they're i have a feeling that they're wearing a pajama <laughs> Yeah, it's like one time when when I came to like our class Sal Bio in slippers. <laughs> like my dad told me notice. not to do it. <laughs> exactly. That's that's why. Like they are discreet. That's why I yeah. wear them because they're discreet and they're comfy. So I was like, it's the only class I have. Why would I wear like boots or <laughs> sneakers when I can just wear yeah. my slippers? Exactly. Honestly. Uh what was the most thing difficult thing for you? Definitely being away from my parents mm-hmm. and my friends. Because, like, my culture is a really warm culture. Like, we hug. We we invite each other to our, to our like, homes and stuff like that. And here, people don't do that. Like, yeah, it's like very... People are very open. Mm-hmm, kind of, mm-hmm. like it's, like, it's like the typical phrase that everyone says. Like, mi casa es tu casa. It's <laughs> like, okay. I mean... We do do that, but, like, don't make fun of it. Because, like, yeah, like, my house is your house, of course. Um, that's why even the first days we were hanging out, I was like, do you want to go to my room? Because it's, like, I don't know, it's just, yeah, like, it's my space and I want to share it. Like, I'm, I've am i just always yeah, loved I w- being Yeah, I was kind of surprised because we knew each other for, like, a week. And I'm like, oh, wow. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, if if you're inviting, sure. Yeah, like, <laughs> I, it's just normal for, for, like, me and my culture. Mm-hmm. Um, so definitely like being away from people that do that was was really hard because like here um, like my friends would tell me like hey do you want to go get food at the cab and I was like yeah so we would go get food and then I was expecting that whenever we went back we were going to either my room or their room and it was mm-hmm. like okay thank you for getting food with me bye and I was like uh okay <laughs> bye and suddenly you're like six and you're a yeah. child like and inside like, and you're like low lost and yeah, sad I was like, mom mom <laughs> where are you <laughs> yeah it was uh, that was pretty difficult yeah for sure and what was the thing that you thought it will be very very difficult but it turned out that it was fine was there something mm. like that because i definitely remember that i was scared to open a credit card uh because in russia if you have a credit card you'll basically have a loan and like you better not do that like Mm -hmm. people people are scared of credit cards but because at the end you have always charged charge so much money Mm -hmm. like so much more money than you can you can i mean you just lose them Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. people are scared of credit cards and nobody has them and here everybody has a credit card because you like you have to have a good credit score to do this this and that to basically do everything and um so i came here last october and i opened my credit card only in july or maybe august so i waited waited pretty much the whole year because i was scared Mm -hmm. and then at the end I I mean, it's, yeah, it just it's took just a couple fine. of weeks to get the car delivered mm-hmm. by mail, and it was fine. And like, and I'm not charged anything as long as I just have some money on on there. And like, wow, yeah, that's surprising. I think for me, it was the like getting a Canadian phone number, because in Mexico, like the phone companies, oh my god, they tried it to like hook you up with this like deals like here if you pay 50 50 more pesos you get this and this and this and this but then if you pay another 30 <laughs> then you get this and it's like can yeah. you just give me a phone 
like please uh-huh. so i was really scared about doing that but then i like actually got it and he was like okay like just tell me what do you want and i was like okay so i want to be able to like listen to my music whenever wherever whenever i want to be able to like call anyone wherever i am and uh like i just want some like data data i don't know how to how to data say it. Yeah. data <laughs> or maybe data I yeah <laughs> english my second language yeah mine too <laughs> so like uh i just need i just needed to like maybe like watch instagram while i'm on the bus or something mm-hmm. he's like okay so i'll give you this plan and he even gave me the option of keeping the last four digits of my mexican number so oh. i was like oh so that's gonna be easier for me to memorize so i was like okay perfect so yeah that's that was i was pretty scared about it because i didn't want to get into the whole like i will offer you this and this and this and you can choose mm-hmm. um he was so helpful he just gave me like what i needed and that was it and i was like okay thank you uh i actually had an opposite story about getting canadian phone number i'm really <laughs> yeah uh because in russia i don't know why but uh there's so many companies mm-hmm. that offer you all the like data and service like mobile phone mm-hmm. p- uh, providers sim cards stuff like that and because there's so many of them they like they really trying to keep every single client so it's very easy to order sim card like online and you will get it delivered like next day Mm -hmm. i'm not even kidding uh i'm not even talking about prices because (laughs) it's so much cheaper there Mm -hmm. uh but also yeah it's like it's kind of easier to customize your mobile plan but the main thing, yeah, is to order a SIM card. It's really easy. I'm not even sure if you need a passport for that. And here, uh, we try to get our SIM cards for so long. Because first of all, we were on a quarantine for 14 days. And we tried to order a SIM card. Uh, and it, like we weren't able to because first of all, we, ha- we had to have a sin number i believe or like any canadian document and we had to have our billing address mm-hmm. and we didn't have any like paychecks uh or we didn't have a bank account yet because we couldn't open it because you can't open it online and we were on quarantine um and you had to have a billing address to order a sim card and we didn't have any proof of our billing address <laughs> And then when we ordered a SIM card, we actually, the first time we ordered two SIM cards and then we couldn't activate them. Because mm-hmm. uh, there is only one office of, the, there was only one office of the company in Kingston and it was like closed. Or, well, something was wrong with it. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure <laughs> what exactly, but something was wrong with it. So we had to order two more sim cards from a different company uh-huh. like paying for it as well uh-huh. and oh only then we could somehow activate it it was like it was uh that's that sounds so stressful no like mine was, was done really stressful. mine was done in 10 minutes like i, I kid you not 10 I, minutes i'm pretty sure that if we would actually go and buy it in person it would be way easier I used to have a lot of stuff online. I used to have uh, like a app for my bank uh, where I can do whatever I want. Literally, I'm pretty sure in some uh, bank apps you can like read news about currency and like stuff. And here I can do e-transfer and transfer it with my account and then and I can deposit a check and that's it. And like... um, (laughs) Yeah. It doesn't look like a modern bank app. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, I used to do a lot of stuff online. Mm-hmm. So I had to kind of try to do stuff <laughs> in person again. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. My parents, they don't trust, like, um, online stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, they never let me buy stuff online because you're going to get scammed. And they're going oh, yeah. to, like, charge you more for nothing. And I'm like no they're not but like of course like i was i was supposed to do what they told me to do because they were the ones with the money but like right now that i'm earning my own money like i can actually <laughs> do whatever i want <laughs> which is fun yeah <laughs> it's really cool 
Uh, what are some things that you would like to take from Mexico and then implement them here? Food. <laughs> like the food is just, oh my God. Like that's the, that's the thing I miss the most because it's like just so good. And the concept that people have of Mexican food is so wrong. Like the fact that people think that tacos actually have sour cream. I have never had sour cream in a taco before in my life. Like back what in Mexico, they, have? they just have like the tortilla and uh-huh. then the meat, uh-huh. and then you can put like cilantro and onion, uh-huh. and you can put like guacamole or like just lime or salsa, and that's it. Like th- you don't need cheese, you don't need sour cream, you don't need all of that. You don't need beans. Like we ha- we don't put beans in tacos. Like I think that's such a like stereotypical thing that people associate Mexicans with corn, uh, beans and rice. It's like, I mean, yeah, we eat it a lot, but like not <laughs> together. Like, why would you assume they go together? <laughs> you know. So like, um, I would actually love to have, like, um, like an actual Mexican food place mm-hmm. where people can know what Mexican food is like and because yeah like whenever i tell people like oh yeah i'm from mexico and i like miss tacos they're like oh my god but like taco bell and i'm like no (laughs) not just no (laughs) no have you explored any uh, mexican food places i'm pretty sure you can find at least one i have not not here Uh because the only place i saw that was mexican was something called a burrito company uh-huh. and we don't really eat burritos like you can have them yes of course but like it's not a typical food mm-hmm. in mexico so mm-hmm. i haven't tried that and um uh, i haven't really like uh, had the time to like google um like mexican restaurants in kingston mm-hmm. but i'm sure i'll find at least one that's good yeah <laughs> and i will definitely come back here and in- into the podcast and tell you about it <laughs> yeah yeah, we definitely have to do that. Yeah. I think we ordered once from a Mexican restaurant, but I don't remember the what. name. I First of all, I don't remember the, the name. I remember where was it, mm-hmm. and I kind of remember the logo. But the most important part, I don't really remember how was the food. I remember <laughs> that I liked it, but I like what was in there. Yeah. I, I remember that I ordered like a quesadilla or something mm-hmm. with like, chicken yeah so yeah i ordered something like that yeah, usually they they do like the um, chicken quesadilla with guacamole or stuff like that maybe maybe that was the thing mm-hmm. it's so funny to me to say the words in like the english accent yeah it's like for me it's like quesadilla con guacamole but in, in english it's like quesadilla with guacamole yeah know? and like <laughs> what, what am i doing and my ancestors they're like i feel like they're crying <laughs> i know watching me do this <laughs> I know. It's like when people go to an Italian restaurant and they're like, can I have the pomodoro, please? <laughs> like, oh, my God. Yeah, but also sometimes I'm scared to pronounce it like with a with an actual mm-hmm. like accent, mm-hmm. with the correct one. Because like people would assume that I'm like either having fun um, uh-huh, uh-huh, or, yeah. or like, um, I don't know, yeah. pretending like I actually know how to speak that language, but yeah. why, why not? Yeah, no, like... It's it's funny because like you and me, we can both roll roll our R's. Mm-hmm. So like whenever I tell you how to pr- how to say something, you can actually say it properly because you can do like the yeah. you know. So uh, that a lot of like uh, Canadians or Americans they can't do yeah, the can't that. Do. So it's like um, I don't know, like a spoon spoon. You translate it to cuchara, and they would say cuchara. Like yeah. even if you tell them like or Lana del Rey. It's Lana del Rey, you know, uh-huh. like the rrr. So they can't do it. Yes. But the fact that you can do it, it's like pretty awesome. Like, Thanks. <laughs> yeah, just do it. Uh, what are some things that you would like to take from Canada and implement them in Mexico? A lot. Actually, like uh, how civilized some people are. Like the fact that you actually stick and obey like transit like rules so like mm-hmm. the signals that the fact that you actually stop when when there's a stop sign yeah we don't do that in mexico if you if you stop 
at a stop sign, you, you're going to get, like, somebody behind you is going to honk at you. And they're going to be like, what are you doing? And it's like, it says stop. And it's like, yeah. Why so are you stopping? <laughs> Literally. It's like, oh, my God. People need to be more civilized, you know? And also, like, the educational system is so much better here. Mm -hmm. uh, public schools in Mexico are the worst. Like, literally, the, like, the education level, they're so bad. And here, public schools are sometimes better than private schools. Yeah. So, it's, like, yeah, it just, um, like, mostly that. Because I've always believed that education is the base of every society. So, if education gets better, the society will, will automatically be better. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, I think that's the, like, that's something I would definitely take from here and, and take it back to Mexico. And also, like, the bus system. Yeah, Cause, yeah it's, the bus it's system. so bad. Like, in Mexico, it's so bad. <laughs> I'm not even sure if I would take the bus system to Russia. Because I like the way that... Uh, all buses have schedule like strict schedule and i can actually ex expect a bus coming to my mm -hmm. bus stop on time uh but also i don't really like the gaps between some buses so like 30 yeah. minutes so yeah. i i have to either be 30 minutes early or like 10 you minutes late wait. yeah or i will be late yeah uh in russia uh, I'm sure that now they changed it, but while I was living there in my city, we had like bus system, uh, and it was like uh, government owned it, so like the the government of the city, and then we had this like like a school buses, uh, and it was actually like a private business, mm. and so they didn't have a schedule. Um, but they were coming pretty often. Mm -hmm. So, like, you just have to know what... Where. Like, yeah, mm -hmm. where and what number of it do you need to ha do you need to catch. And sometimes they were pretty often, but also at, like, 10 p.m., it's it was impossible. They were just, they were just not working. It was mm -hmm. impossible to catch a bus, like, yeah. not a government bus. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure a government bus uh, at 10 p.m., it was also impossible mm -hmm. that would be also impossible so i had to took a taxi every day when when i was working there and i was working like till 10 10 30 and i had to take a taxi mm -hmm. which was expensive yeah no in mexico it's not the fact that it's expensive it's the fact that it's dangerous yeah like that in, too. yeah in mexico it's like every time you get into an uber or a taxi you just don't know if you're gonna get to where you're trying to get to alive Mm -hmm. and i'm and i'm not i wish i was exaggerating when i'm saying this but i'm not like mm -hmm. it's actually so bad like um yeah insecurity is awful like that's a that's a really like hard topic so we're not going to talk about that right yeah now. but yeah <laughs> it's it's just dangerous <laughs> it is that was your idea to celebrate day of that yes in St. Lawrence college yes uh how? Why? I have a lot of questions. Okay. Just tell me about that. <laughs> so basically in my job, there is, uh, I work at the athletics and engagement department. Mm -hmm. And there's like this like subdivision where we like do all these engagement um, like events. Mm -hmm. So like snap or like the, I don't know if some of you have seen like every Wednesday in the cafeteria, there's like this uh, Mario Kart and stuff like that. Yeah. So like. We organize those types of stuff just for, like, the students to, like, have fun and stuff. So, um, uh, my boss, Jeremy, he told us to, like, if we could, um, like, plan something for mm -hmm. the beginning of November. So, I was like, yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. So, I, like, um, I told him about Day of the Dead because it's, like, actually November 2nd. Mm -hmm. So, it was, like, it was perfect. And, like uh he told me like okay like tell me more about it because he had never watched coco which where if you how, how could he? i don't know but like if you watch coco you basically know what day of the dead means and why and where and everything mm -hmm. so um i just explained it to him and he was like okay i like it let's do it like tell me what do you need and i was like oh okay <laughs> so i just told him like okay i'm gonna need this and this and this and this to like actually decorate he was like, okay, perfect. I'll get it to you. And then two days later, it was there. 
like everything he just ordered it by amazon and it was there and wow. then the actual day like i just uh had to like get there early and set everything up and i was so happy because it looked just like of course there was not a lot of like stuff mm-hmm. to like put in the altar but the essence was there mm-hmm. and the fact that people actually participated in it that are not f- like from my culture I did. that made me feel that made me feel so happy like yeah when you got when you went there and you were like decorating your like the cookie it was awesome and um there was this uh lady um she told me about how she lost like her daughter that mm-hmm. same year and she i told her she was more than welcome to put a picture of her daughter in the altar so that she would be honored cuz in mexico there are three there are three basic deaths mm-hmm. so the first death is when you give your last breath that's mm-hmm. when you like go away from the living world second death is when you get buried cuz it's when you're returning to the basic element of life which is soil and then the third uh and final death is when people forget about you and that's when you actually like vanish from existence. Mm-hmm. So in my culture, we believe that the only way that someone can actually be dead or be gone is if you forget about them. Because if they are just not in this world, but you still remember them, they're still there. Mm-hmm. That's why we put every single uh, year, that's why we put the altar with things they liked when they were l- alive. So that whenever they come during that night, they can like feast and they can be happy and they can know their family still loves them mm-hmm. and that we still remember them. So I was really, really grateful uh, to Jeremy and f- to like the whole department to let me do it because it's my favorite holiday ever since I was a kid. So I was so excited to be able to carry it out here. Mm-hmm. And um, there was also like some other Latin people not necessarily like Mexican, but like there was a Colombian girl and stuff, and they uh they brought their pictures and their stuff to like honor their mm-hmm. loved ones, and it was just awesome. Like I'm so glad we got to do it, and I actually hope we can do it next year as well. I really hope we can do it next year. It was first of all, it was so much fun. I yeah, mean, <laughs> people watching Coco, exactly. uh, eating cookies, decorating cookies, and all the. Uh, stickers for yeah it was so cool <laughs> uh but yeah also the story of the like the t- of the holiday mm-hmm. and like what does it mean it's it's so different for me and for i'm pretty sure like most of people here yeah it's like people usually look at death as a tragedy yeah and we don't like we actually celebrate the life you had uh, we we know you don't have it anymore so of course it's valid to be sad about it mm-hmm. But, like, we were just happy that you get to, like, still come see us every year. And we know you're still here. So yeah. it's just a different way of seeing it. And I think that, in general, if you just change your perspective in a lot of things, they're not as bad as you think. Yeah, that's... Yeah, this point of view kind of makes it, like, easier <laughs> to cope with. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But that was great. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Of course. I, I really hope it's going to be like a tradition. Maybe it's going to be a tradition. Yeah. At least for when you're here. Yeah. At least for... I expect yes. this holiday next year. Yes. And also I'm, I'm planning on like suggesting the Independence Day. Oh. Yeah. That's in September. So... Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to wait. We'll see. We'll see if we'll we get see. to do that. Um. Uh, do you have a plan? What are you gonna do after you graduate? Yeah, like uh, yeah, the I, biology. Yeah. yeah, so I plan on uh, working for a little bit mm-hmm. and getting ma- like applying for the residence because you know how for us international students, all the prices like for education here are so like high. Mm-hmm. So what like my plan is to get the residence so that those prices go like down. Mm-hmm. And that I can actually like afford university per se. Yeah. So I'm gonna work. I plan on working for like three years maybe, and then um like actually applying for university in Newfoundland. Nice. Yeah. What are your plans? Oh, I'm not sure if I'm I've if I want to take a year in Ireland. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one that in biotech program. If you didn't know. Uh, we have an agreement with the uh, University of Sligo, and yes. I believe 
it's called somehow different now. It's like uh, it's, it's not IT Sligo anymore. It's like Atlantic University, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and like it's a part of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you actually can get your bachelor degree in one year mm-hmm. in Ireland in yes. medical bioscience, biotech, mm-hmm. medical biotechnology. Mm-hmm. Uh, it sounds promising so like i take three years here and then one year there Mm -hmm. and then i have a bachelor degree and then i have a lab experience and i hope i'm gonna have some work experience (laughs) yeah and you also like travel yeah and you also travel yeah because like um uh actually like exchanges they give you so much knowledge and not Mm -hmm. only just like academic knowledge they help you grow as a person so much exactly like it's just it's just crazy how much you can learn from a culture just by sitting down and talking to someone. Yeah. It's like it's like here, like when we were talking about the alphabet, like your alphabet and my <laughs> alphabet is just so different. My alphabet is weird. <laughs> yeah, it is. It definitely People is. People are confused when they see it. Yeah. But like for me, you have a three. You have a number three in your it's alphabet. Z. It's a three. It's not. It's a little three. It's a, it's a baby three. <laughs> it's z z z. Yeah. And also the letter z. Z. The one with like a that looks like a bug. Oh yeah. No that, no. You you actually have to show them like a picture of a letter. Yeah. I really I really should. Wow. <laughs> like she was teaching me how to pronounce each letter, and I was uh, like I think by C I was lost. I was just. <laughs> I was like, okay, yeah, whatever. And for me, it's not as confusing because I kind of, I kind of used, uh, I kind of grew up using both Russian alphabet and also Latin mm-hmm. alphabet for like. So for me, I didn't have to learn how, like why does this letter looks like this? Mm-hmm. And like why? It was just you... automatic. Yeah, it was just mm-hmm. automatic. And like yeah. for you, it's it actually looks different. For me, I like oh, this looks like this, mm-hmm. but. If you try to look at it from the other perspective, you're like, oh, they actually look completely different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where are the similarities? Yeah, because like, for example, in English and in Spanish, the only difference is one letter, which mm-hmm. is the mm-hmm. which is the N with a little like Wave. dash. Yeah. So like that, that letter is pronounced Eñe, mm-hmm. but like there's, there is no word in the English language that uses that. Mm-hmm. But it was really easy for me because it's like, that's the only difference. Like the, yeah. the, that letter is the only difference. Like everything else is just the same. It's A, A, B, B, you know, like yeah. it's just basically the same. Yeah. It's but yeah, when you showed me yours, I was like, damn, <laughs> damn. <laughs> yeah. It looks confusing. Yeah. Well. Uh, thank you so much for joining me and having this wonderful conversation. Of course. I'm so glad you invited me. Thank you so much. Uh, I hope you enjoy this episode. You can watch it on YouTube. You can listen to it in Spotify or in Apple Podcasts. And new episodes are released every Tuesday at 2 p.m. And I hope you enjoyed listening to this pretty chaotic podcast about uh life of two international students and we will see you next week bye